This is Kyla. This is Jess. Welcome to Broads Abroad. We're two broads abroad. <laughs> this podcast talks about adapting and settling in abroad, health and wellness abroad, food and shopping abroad. Okay, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Let's talk about community, parenting, dating, travel, women and culture, women at work, women and leadership. Pretty much this podcast talks about everything you need to know about living abroad, staying abroad, surviving abroad, getting, getting abroad. abroad. <laughs> I think we're going to need wine. Definitely, definitely going to be. Oh, women and wine. Women and oh, wine. There you go. All right. Please join us for Broads Abroad. Can't wait. I have an idea. <laughs> I was uh, waiting for that. Well, and I t- I actually, um, the control freak in me had the idea yesterday. Not right now. It wasn't super spontaneous, but it's spontaneous for Jessica. <laughs> I told her like <laughs> five minutes ago that she needed to come up with a high five, low five. Which is very bossy of you and also very Kyla of you. It is. It's true. <laughs> and you know what? It's not the first time I've been called bossy. I think that's like a word that I've grown very used to in my... And very fond of it. Yeah, I like it. I like and I it. mean it in a loving way. It's you true. know, like it's bossy slash organized. Let's just say that. Oh, I like that. Bossy slash organized. There's a lot of other <laughs> things that go along with bossy. I like to think of it as like efficient. <laughs> Is that your euphemism? <laughs> okay, so the idea was, the idea was the high five, low five uh, for this uh, episode two of our season one. And yes, Jessica, there is going to be a season two. I love podcast. that there's already a whole season planned and we're really looking forward to sharing it with all of the listeners out there. Oh, I know. I, I, I've got so many ideas. And Jessica has so many ideas too. So <laughs> even Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> well, and, and even though you aren't necessarily the one sending me like late night ideas <laughs> you are also uh I would say very uh, you're like more gracefully bossy I think oh I like that yeah, you're gracefully bossy okay. what did you say Bo- bossy and organized gracefully bossy we can just throw that word around a lot but anyway bossy is good because it gets stuff done and our high five low five idea is um we sort of wanted to touch on what we said we would touch on last episode which is the why we stay um, and that will be the theme of this episode. Yeah, the theme of this episode is so, the why we stay. But but the high five is sort of like those those best five things or the most endearing or easiest or most alluring five things that keep you abroad. And then the low five isn't necessarily like the the, the sucky things, the things that make you want to go home, but they're the the hardest, the hardest the challenges, mm-hmm. like the hurdles. I think you wrote. Yeah, the hurdles. And I really like that that put because I mean, any experience, there's always going to be highs and lows to mm-hmm. that. I mean, there's, there's a positivity and, uh, and, and excitement about any experience we want to take on anything new that we want to learn. And mm-hmm. when you're moving abroad, that kind of all goes together. I mean, that excitement of travel, that excitement of a new experience, mm-hmm. and it's going to come with some really heightened senses and some really great opportunities that come up. And then we have to prepare ourselves for how are we going to balance those hurdles and that shouldn't discourage the greatness that this experience is yeah. for people that take it on. So Well, I think, exactly. And even as you just said, the expectations that you come with oh, in sure. and of themselves are a hurdle because you come with all these expectations and the moment they aren't what you, ex- the moment it isn't what you expected mm-hmm. it to be, 
is right there, your first hurdle. So the high fives, right. low fives. We thought we would just read our own list to each other that we haven't we shared yet. Kyla decided. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was going to tell me hers before I cook, click record. And I was like, no, no, no. We want this to be, you know, spontaneous and authentic. So we're going to read them to each other right now. Great. And we're going to see what commonalities there are. We're going to see like how similar... Um, we learned yesterday or in our last episode that everyone's reason for going abroad or taking that plunge mm-hmm. or jumping on board or what brought us broads abroad is always going to be unique and different. But um, so often the reasons why you stay end up being very similar. Exactly. So let's go. Let's read our high five, low five. Do you want to start right. with your, let's do the high fives first. You, okay. you read your high five. And then we'll talk about something we have in common. All, All right. right. I like that. So my high fives. In no particular I order. I love that you actually just like went to give me a high five. <laughs> a high five right there. <laughs> Perfect. Well, my high fives would be the Waseca Canyon. I oh. love to rock climb. And this is a really um, special place and uh, well known for climbers and for just being peaceful. So the Waseca area and climbing is my is one of my options. One of my fives, my friend circle. I think having a strong circle of friends is really important in any area, any experience you want to be a part of. Having that, um, you know, kind of that family support and your friends are your family when you're abroad. So that was something I included. Music and culture, um, meaning that lifestyle piece, I think, is a really uh, big five, top five. Mm-hmm in there with me. Professional opportunities. I've been very blessed with those. I know we're going to get into that in other episodes about um, more detail and what those could look like, but uh, that's definitely a highlight for me. And Mexican food. Mm, Come on. Tacos are just Uh not the same anywhere else than in Mexico. So yes. That one is like definitely. Let's see if you have, what do you have in common Okay. So what's super interesting is your wording. It's just a little bit different than mine, but I think we actually might have the same five. Okay. Let me just see okay so my high five are I put community friends and family like that Mm, circle mm -hmm. so you said your friend circle and that to me is that community that friend circle that essentially becomes your family overseas yeah absolutely um I also said um travel and adventure um and I know the Westeca Canyon I actually live in the Westeca Canyon and we also rock climb and that is just part and parcel of that travel and adventure for Mm -hmm. us because we've been in a few different countries and and Jessica has rooted herself here in Mexico Mm -hmm. um the travel and adventure I sort of have a Westeca Canyon for every place I've been Mm -hmm. and so um that would be I guess the comparable there um, I put professional opportunity as well. Wow. So we both had that one word for word. We did professional not plan opportunity. This, listeners. But it is, it's it's just shocking what opportunities exist that you didn't realize exist. That you don't have in your home country. Yeah, exactly. That you're a commodity. Or that, that you might have in your own country, but are fewer and further between because maybe mm-hmm. the industries that you work in are just a little bit different sure. uh, as soon as you go overseas. So yeah, it's There is a little bit of magic when you are foreign. Yeah, exactly. And we're the foreigners in, yeah. in a new place. So Absolutely. that's super special. Great. Mm-hmm. And? and I put eye-opening cultural experiences. And I think you said something about music and the arts. And I said music and culture. Yeah. And that was what I was going with there was um, as a musician, as as someone who celebrates the arts and, and loves the arts world, the eye-opening cultural experiences are just, I will use that word again, magical. That might be our mm-hmm. word of today, but they are magical and, um, and endless. Yes. They just never stop. Like right now, just at the Marco Museum, there's right. the Ai Weiwei exhibits, mm-hmm. which are just unreal. 
And then my fifth one, Jessica, this is no surprise. I put cuisine and food. You know what? That's exactly our same high five. We We did the same high five. That's amazing. That is. I wonder if we should talk about, should we unpack our high fives first? Or should we just go into our low fives? No, let's just start unpacking. Let's Let's get this baggage out of the way. (laughs) Start unpacking. All right. Okay. Any order, pick one. Let's talk. Well, let's just go with straight into, you know what? You mentioned the Westeca Canyon. And because that's so unique, let's start with that. Let's start with the travel and adventure and the Westeca Canyon kind of let's, let's turn that all into one. Well, that, and you know what, that's going to end up connecting with that friend circle anyways, yeah, because the thing I is, is that, um, and, and to a certain extent, you can also say that lifestyle and that culture mm-hmm. piece, because when you find something you connect with and that you love, mm-hmm. it makes a, a space more, not only engaging, but accessible. So yes. when you feel that interest in living and working abroad, it's not just about the work that you're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's beneficial that you are passionate about what you're doing. I think that's an important component in the work piece. But the thing is, is when you're living and working abroad, you're not doing that 24 hours a day, no should you. And yes. so having that lifestyle piece is important. And the Westeca Canyon gives you that sense of nature. It mm-hmm. gives you that sense of um, that of quiet. That's mm-hmm. important to have that balance. Um, for people who love sports, as I do, that gave me that. I learned how to do it there. Climbing for me has an, uh, an another special place in my heart. I like the challenge of it. I like the um, the the work you have to do in your mind and physical body to accomplish the different mm-hmm. experiences you have on the wall. I love that so much. And the other piece to that for me is the camaraderie, the community that you create. Um, We often go out. That's our Friday thing to do when it's not raining is we go out there. We take our friend circle. We invite everyone. We have a a, a climbing chat and Mm -hmm. we put everyone in there, climbers and non-climbers. And we go out there. We, you know, we have a few snacks. We sit and we play with the kids. We watch people climb. We take turns. We train new people that want to try it. That sense makes it all worthwhile because it feeds the soul the mm-hmm. way work feeds your mind and your intellect and your pocket. And yeah. I just think that's so, so special. So that's what and it means so to me. important. So super yes. important. And an interesting thing that you touched on is that that ties in that community piece mm-hmm. because I think, and, and sticking with the Westeca Canyon and anyone who hasn't been just Google it. It's, it's, um, it's a rock climbers heaven. And they say if you move to Mexico and you don't, or if you move to Monterey and you don't rock climb, it's like moving to Hawaii and not trying surfing. So right. it's, it is just one of those things that happens to be the thing here to do. And, um, and not everyone tries it. But the interesting thing that you talked touched with, with how that ties into one of our other high fives, which is community in mm-hmm. that circle is that it's an ever-changing community too yeah. sometimes, even though your core people sort of stay. Yeah. Uh, I know that through climbing, it's an instant reach out to new people that come into the community. So instantly when new people come in, there's an email or, or something sent out. Mm-hmm. And not just within our schools. This goes out to the international forums and to yep. maybe the embassy forum. And people are invited to, and we don't have a massive group of climbers in our group, but there are other groups that do this as mm-hmm. well. Um, But you reach out and you say, hey, if you haven't found something to do or you're bored or you're lonely or you are needing to be active. It's basically a self-help group. It is. (laughs) Exactly. But also. If you're bored, you're lonely. If you want to meet someone. You (laughs) you do sound like a a dating app, except for that has happened to me too. But no judgment. But, But the interesting thing is, too, is that 
Uh, you also mentioned playing with the kids. Well, there yeah. are there have been years where there have been no kids climbing, and it's right. just you know super active athletes mm-hmm. going out, and they're really challenging themselves. And now the past year or two, um, there have been more and more families emerging, and or more climbers have been having kids, and so now there's babies and toddlers out at the rock yeah, as well. And so that mm-hmm. community and that circle changes, and I think that um, that being open to that community and that yeah. circle changing is really cool. Yeah. But also having not just the Wasteca Canyon, but having a hobby, having something mm-hmm. to do. And we're going to touch on that um, later as we look at um, some different stages of those first years in a new place. As and, you adapt. Yeah. Yes. And one of them is uh, adapting and accepting. Mm-hmm. And part of that is finding, finding those circles. Your people. And, yeah, finding your people, finding your hobbies, finding your activities. Mm-hmm. And it looks differently for everybody. Exactly. But And it looks different in every place. Um, climbing is not a thing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Surfing is not a thing everywhere. Um, I know in Seoul, when I lived there, hiking is super, super popular. Right. And so you know, getting your visor and your hiking gear and your walking sticks is just the thing to do there. And you find your group and you go hiking. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the, the Wasteca Canyon, I think is, a, is super specific for us here in Monterey, but it's also symbolic of finding that activity that's going to keep you busy. You need something outside of work mm-hmm. and it's and people also with. Some, a way to find that, that community, yeah. that circle. So that kind of kills or hits too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And also just to touch more on the, the community in the circle. Um, Jessica, when I first met you, I mean, you know, everybody, you know, people in the music industry in Monterey, you sing, you work, you know, everyone in the, in your own professional world, And at first I was like, wow, this girl knows everyone. But then I realized after getting to know you that while you are open to so many different groups and, Mm -hmm. and, um, and worlds, and you allow yourself to just dive in, in so many different areas. I also know that you have created this beautiful, small family of people where you are and, um, and realizing that and, and me myself being a part of that now mm-hmm. is just so special. And, and it is amazing to realize that not only do you want to allow yourself to, um, I guess, explore different avenues and areas of the communities you live in beyond mm-hmm. work. Uh, also finding that core group of people that's going to really kind of help you establish those roots that you need to establish oh, too. Sure. And whether you're super outgoing or you're more introverted, mm-hmm. it doesn't make a difference. You sort of, you do what feels right for you, but, but the importance of that community, um, for us, when we lived in Turkey, we, um, it was a smaller group. It was a smaller international school. And our community of friends was so very random, mm-hmm. but so absolutely incredible. And uh, it's lifelong friendships that we'll never let go of. And especially people that you wouldn't think you would normally exactly. have commonalities exactly. with. And all of a sudden, you're brought together in these really challenging circumstances mm-hmm. of like, what do we do when we have this challenge or this experience and you need to talk about it or you weren't able to communicate well with the taxi and you got lost or exactly all mm-hmm. of those things are so important. Mm-hmm. You need to have that connection. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and to be able to, to have that shared experience. I mean, human beings are social beings and, um, and learning is social. So I think that it's so important to be able to find those connections to enrich your experience. That's exactly. what makes them so 
exciting and worthwhile and why you stay. And that's what this episode's all about. Is the why you stay. Why you stay. Because coming here, you know, after you go over that honeymoon phase is Mm -hmm. it's all about, um, you know, enjoying those first things. You're not on vacation anymore. So what do you do next? You're not on vacation anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, and it ties into that third one that I think we mentioned already about culture and music. Mm -hmm. Um, I had listed that one. I think you had something similar about that. I just put the eye-opening cultural experiences for us, that's that falls into the music world, just enjoying yeah. that. But for other people, it might be something different. It could be tacos for others. Well, it could be. That Ta- is cultural. Tacos is its whole own category for us. <laughs> that might be a whole that. other episode. That's like that's like <laughs> one of the high fives for us is just the food. I put that definitely in there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I had never even tried um, anything spicy, honestly, until I moved to Mexico. Wow. And I mean, come on, I was 22. I should have tried something yes. by then. Well, you were young but, when you, you know, came here. Yeah. yeah. And I'm young now. You are very young now. You know, yes, so. But, um, well, spicy. Oh, my goodness. I lived in Turkey and Korea before right. this. Well, Korea, the spice. I... What's the one that's in the toothpaste that's like red? What? <laughs> in what? Korea. It's like this chili and it you like squeeze it out. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You don't wear it. And I it's had hot. that the first time on an airplane with my Right. It okay, was so breakfast. Maybe it was breakfast on an airplane and they gave me a tube of like squeezable spice. Oh, so that's not a thing. I can't remember what it was. It's like a it was it's like the the um the like the red chili paste. Okay, well, but then I don't know the exact paste. name of it, but you can get it here in the Korean market. Actually, there's Fantastic. a Korean market here in Monterey that I frequent all the time. Okay, great. So and I get let's get them to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> we will. It's behind Costco. You asked me how to get there because I wouldn't be able to without Google Maps. But anyway, those well, are the see, food. It's cultural. The food. It is it's absolutely. Amazing. So let's talk about those two things. Then. Sure. Now, we've got the eye-opening cultural experiences, and then the cuisine and food. And you know, to to not, I guess, I mean, the eye-opening cultural experiences. Obviously, food is a massive part of that. Obviously, the like you diving mm-hmm. into the music industry here, and even just like. Um, uh, Finding your I would say looking at traditional music, cultural music, but also just pop music in the local communities that you live in. Like Monterey is a hub for alternative pop and rock music. It is. It's a good starting place, and then people tend to go to Mexico City if they're really serious. Right, about but it. even me- and and even Mexico, it and yes. the the music industry here is just thriving. Mm-hmm. Same with Korea, K- K-pop, and that music industry, and just realizing that I mean there is so much arts and culture and and well, thriving industries in though in music and mm-hmm. I guess in entertainment yeah. all over the world and I just love that I remember my mm-hmm. my family coming to Korea and watching TV just because it we didn't yeah. have um Netflix or anything then sure. they would just turn on local cable and be like wow comedic comedy is huge here they yeah. didn't even understand what it was but you could just hear you everyone hear laughing yeah. I was like yeah you're right it really is and so realizing those things um also um just realizing the cultural differences, mm-hmm. the challenges, the dichotomies that exist in the cities that you yeah. live in. Um, sometimes there's not as much of a middle class as you might be used to and the, the gaps between the high and the low. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that, like you mentioned in the la- last episode, different gender expectations, things like that. I think yeah. just the eye-opening cultural experiences in and of themselves are um, a high. Some people might see them as a low and they are a bit of a challenge. They might, uh, one of my lows 
I'll I'll preview you later. It. Are you uh, okay? I won't preview you, it. But one of my lows might touch on that. But this idea of it is a bit of a hurdle to get used to that and to yeah. realize it, and then to open your eyes and realize oh, just how big is and amazing everything. the world is. Yeah, absolutely. And but with that, the music, I want you to touch on just like you've been here 19 years, you said, mm-hmm. and you have sung everywhere here. And I would remember feeling shocked because I kind of like paused music. Mm-hmm. I did some stuff in Turkey, uh, which was really fun. Right. But um, I didn't realize you just could just keep singing the way that you have. So I want you to talk a little bit about that. Well, that's one of your highs. Yeah. And I think like, as we're mentioning, like why we stay, it's whatever you are connected to. I'm connected with music. I'm connected with, with climbing. That's one piece of it. Um, and in the music part, as you're asking how, you know, how do you get involved in that? It was really a unique experience. It was one of those days after work still didn't speak Spanish very well at the time. I had gone to a place called El Sombreado. It doesn't exist anymore. Amazing little uh, location that someone had told us that was close to the school and go check it out. And they have good food. And sometimes in the evenings they have live music and sometimes they play English music. And so um, I'd gone there uh, with two colleagues, two work colleagues, and um we're like, great. And we were the only people there because that's another cultural thing is understanding how the times work. So for example, for me, uh, coming from Canada, like six or seven at night, that's usually a dinner time. (laughs) And coming in Mexico uh, to a place in Mexico, going to a restaurant, that was very early. I mean, people don't usually go out on a Friday for dinner until about 9 p.m. or later. So that was... Which I've learned is actually a hot climate thing. Sure. Like everywhere we go, that's a hot... like. Ah, yes. Turkey, hot climates, they eat eat later. later. Yeah. Sure. You know, we're from like, you want to be curled up in your bed by seven. Oh, right. So it's so interesting. No. And by then, I mean, so gone there and then they started playing music. I saw a guitar on the stage and since there was nobody in there, um, got on stage and started doing it and just met community through there. Like people Mm -hmm. started playing and they loved. And again, that commodity piece. And the reason why I say commodity is because in Canada, I was like everyone else. I was every other singer songwriter that, Mm -hmm. you know, got a guitar and, you know, tried to get gigs and coffee houses here singing in English being foreign that was interesting and so I got opportunities for that and then I was very lucky to also you know be able to you know know some songs perform some songs and I was really um surprised and honored that people enjoyed that they liked what I was doing they Mm -hmm. liked they liked what I was singing and they invited me to more opportunities around the city so that's what I did that's one piece not everyone might love that music component but they Mm -hmm. would love you know the restaurants and the um you know just those experiences that we have in the city that's what keeps you here whatever your hobbies are at home they're easy to find in other places there's you know whether you love music yoga whatever it is cooking cooking Mm -hmm. now that the the world is the way the world is. You've got, you know, Airbnb experiences, you've got ways to find those things. Mm-hmm. And so why you stay has to do with finding those niches. Yeah. And I think that's so inspirational. You meet your community, you find the locations of your interest, you go out, you get, I mean, apps and technology really help that process. I didn't have that right when I came. Right. So, I mean, this was all word of mouth things. Yeah, and no so it was a different experience, but going out and engaging in it, I mm-hmm. think is the most important thing because it gets you to those next steps and yeah. those next steps 
ultimately our enjoyment and quality of life. Oh yeah, absolutely. The quality of life thing is huge. No, and that's that balance is that you're working abroad, you want to try a new experience, you want to grow professionally, Mm -hmm. but having that quality of life piece, what does that mean to you? Exploring it, trying Mm -hmm. something new, going and getting on, you know, a harness and jumping on a wall and going, this is for me or it's not for me, but I tried that or whatever it is that gets you excited. Well, there's a huge element of bravery. It's going to make your quality of life improved. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a huge element of bravery involved in that, I think. And, Mm. um, Again, like speaking to the super outgoing or the not super outgoing, there's an element of bravery involved in, for say you, jumping on a stage and grabbing a guitar and starting singing. That might make some people feel super like there's not a chance that could never happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, going and rock climbing with a group, mm-hmm. or if you're if you if if you're a little bit more reserved than that, your element of bravery might be finding a book club in sure. your own language or one step further, finding a book club in the language of the community that you're living in yeah. to help you learn the language. So everyone will, like you said, find that that niche, that thing yeah. that that lures them away from work and into something. Because I think it's really easy to get sucked into work. It is. And, and to be fair, there's tons of people that come abroad that aren't working yeah. or that maybe can't work. Mm-hmm. They maybe can't get the right visa. Um, they might be here for different reasons. Yeah. And even in those cases, I have so many friends that have um, turned hobbies into passion projects, turned passion projects into businesses, oh, turned absolutely. business into like thriving businesses. Mm-hmm. And even if they just stay as hobbies or passion projects, I think that's so very incredible that you're able to do that. And it's a, it's a survival tool as much as it is in, enjoyable. Like oh, sure. you, you have to do it. And that's one of the, I think that's a high in so many ways. Um, and I'm having an epiphany right oh, now. Let's epiphany? be honest. I love it. Um, how to connect those five things together. So looking well, wait, at if that. You look at our, wait, we haven't done our, fi- our fifth no, is cuisine before, and food, but really what there's not much more to say other than tacos in Mexico. But that's amazing. what I was going to say. Okay. That's my epiphany. Oh, what's your epiphany? Oh, yeah. So the epiphany is tying those top five things together. So, okay, All right. bear with me. Okay. So you take this like Westec experience, you bring tacos there, you bring your friends there. Oh, and a lot of times we talk about or process the work that we've done oh, we in the day because the, yeah. the piece that we didn't talk about is the job opportunities. Oh, you're right. And, and I think that in a lot of that comes out because you're talking to these people that you, that you work with or, or the conversations comes of where do you work? What do you do? What are you passionate about? What are you learning? What are you doing in that, in that professional field? And you, sh- you're able to share that. Mm-hmm. And I think that finding that niche, you get all of your top five, Highlights met, and that's my epiphany. At the Wasteca climbing wall. <laughs> At the Wasteca climbing wall, get everything Our in climbing one. friends are going to love this. They're going to they be really just, are. Like, promoting the wall. Um, Let's move on to our five lows. Well, you know what? And or I hurdles. Was it hurt, a low? I think, well, we, like high five, low five just has a nice catch to it, but really it's not low. It is, it's a hurdle. And through that hurdle, you become stronger. Yes. I really think so. And just to touch more, one, one more second on the professional opportunity. Sure. I do want to go into that. And we have an episode coming up that's going to be reserved for um, some uh, very common industries abroad. And we're yes. going to give a lot of, of, of um, information and about tricks. those. And we're going to bring some people in and talk, talk to talk about that because the professional opportunities are much 
broader and uh, more exciting than people even realize overseas right. in any yeah. industry. And um, so that's coming soon, listeners. So yeah. you definitely need to tune in for that episode. And I mean, cuisine, I think Jessica and I just need to put like our top 10 favorite restaurants in every country we've been in uh, on our Instagram page. And just talk about morning tacos in a completely independent episode. Oh, I think breakfast tacos. Must. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I that. eat tacos right. three times a day. My my husband said that when I'm not in town, he sometimes eats tacos for breakfast, lunch, and dinner See, for like a whole week. Like there's nothing wrong with that. I support no, that. All really right, okay, so let's lows. move into our low five, which is really hurdles, challenges, and things that we overcome. Mm-hmm. And so really almost, more high five. <laughs> really, exactly. And I almost want to say these at the same time, but we're not right. going to do that. Give me your and, five first. Um, yeah, and that's how we're going to kind of like build this episode into its entirety you know yes. like it's going to complete this yeah um so when i'm thinking of my lo-fi's i'm just going to be straight like legit with you kyla gave me this homework and i didn't away. do it well because i only had two of the five and because oh, you did them like a minute before i opened the door well, she gave me homework <laughs> people i'm telling you this lady is bossy and organized and what was your euphemism efficient efficient i like it and what did i call you gracious gracefully bossy okay there you go all okay, right okay so go with your five page. you can come up with them i, I also two. know that you are very good on the spot so what are your I really five? okay so i would say hurdles okay i have included um trying to get around a taxi when you don't have an app. Oh, gosh. So let's say that you You're don't have an app. Oh, yeah. I like this. So let's say um, you are in a place that doesn't have internet. Because mm-hmm. like, okay, there's apps everywhere for everything. But what happens if you don't have internet on your yeah, phone? True. And so how are you going to do that? And so um, it becomes very, very visual. There's a lot of hand gestures involved. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people do that stereotype of people getting louder when they don't know the language and mm-hmm. more enunciated <gasps> is a thing oh my uh-huh. gosh you just reminded me of my oh no very best friend from canada <laughs> she wrote a song using the five main directions in korean they're the only five words she learned That's and she wrote a song amazing. using them to the melody of carol we of will the Bells. link that I'm in our that instagram in. yeah, just okay, for sorry, going. that's just really funny and it's hilarious i'll sing it next episode that's fantastic that. i will okay. that's great next, okay uh, okay the going. next option um okay so no the, the taxi low. piece yeah. oh the next taxi low. piece Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes. So the taxi piece was important <laughs> as a hurdle. Um, the other hurdle was trying to involve yourself in a culture that is very um, currently in the sense of male figures being in prominent roles. Ah, okay. So um, I want to preface this comment by saying this isn't, it's not a, it's not a politically gender based comment. However, this is a culture where there's a lot of um, important traditions Mm -hmm. that I admire and respect and are quite different in Mm -hmm. the sense of um, women, I mean, don't earn as uh, earn as much as men in the same position Mm -hmm. here. Um, And I know that's a woman in leadership. Like you are, yes, you have so many credentials and so much education Mm -hmm. that's gone beyond even what you said. You came here all right, we're starting recording again because we are uh, going to splice it. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going to splice it up. <laughs> we're going to figure this out in post-production, which is post-production. You know, it's really a, a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, <laughs> I was right, just so sharing you- a little bit about um, how the the challenges or the hurdle for me was 
understanding the the cultural roles of men and women. Mm -hmm. And so without being overly political, I just noticed things such as when you would go out for dinner with friends, they would bring the bill to the male at the table or Mm -hmm. um, that was something different for me coming from from Canada. They always placed the bill in the center Mm -hmm. of the table. Um, That was one thing. And uh, also just, you know, like getting that um, or really getting that the the roles that you work in are still paid differently because I'm seen as um, not someone that would uphold a household. So therefore I don't have a family to support. Yeah, exactly. So the, the norms and expectations of women are definitely different. And, and, and like you said, before we got cut off, not better or worse, just different and something to get used to one of those challenges. Um, I'm just going to list (laughs) <laughs> Jessica, before we got cut off, she was like, and I only did two of my five for homework. Uh, so I did all five. I'm the diligent student here. I'll just list them, though. Of her own expectations. Yeah. Let's just make that clear. <laughs> when it's my own homework that I assign for myself. Exactly. She's very, very clear about that. She's really great at that piece. <laughs> okay. So my low five. Um, and I'll talk about these more later because I think uh, when I um, when I think about future episodes that I want to go into more depth into certain things that Jessica and I've talked about, these are part of it. So yes. I think we'll go into this later. But one is homesickness. Ooh, um, that uh, you know, That's and that, that gets easier and easier, but uh, it, it's always hard. Um, a second is culture shock which I think you touched um, on a little yeah. bit with with even that the gender norms and expectations, but there's so much more to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also culture shock goes with the eye-opening cultural experience because um, culture shock allows you to also emerge with more understanding of where you are and the cultures that you have immersed yourself into, yeah. but also an understanding of um, people who come to, to Canada or to yes. the country that you're from and their stories and their uh, challenges and the hurdles they have to jump over mm-hmm. to immerse themselves in Canadian or American or wherever you may be. And that goes um, back to why we stay. That eye-opening. We connect yep, with that connection and that eye-opening um, ability. I guess that it's just uh, the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. Yeah. And it, there's that part of it. So culture shock, which we're, we're going to do a whole episode on that. Um, climate. Ooh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I go, I actually go home to Canada in the winter to minus 40 and I feel warmer than I do here in the winter. Oh, that's, that's because there's the no concrete and the houses are warm here. Right. It's concrete. And I don't know. It's just, there's just there's a, a different difference. type of cold. There's different types of cold. It's not just temperature. No. So climate, we're going to talk about that. Humidity. Um, I'm going to say this one and it's a biggie and it's a, it's an, a little bit of a deeper, more emotional one for me. And we've had several Ooh, of these in different capacities. Emotional. I know, but we will talk about this also, I think later, maybe, but I will say medical emergencies. Oh, that's call. a low five, but that's a massive hurdle. And that is just something Important that to you about. feel like you feel like a superhero when you come out of that on the other side. Especially um, if you're doing it in an, in your non-native language. Exactly. I know. That's what I mean. That's like, I think, A, it takes 10 years off your life and you try to figure out an emergency room mm-hmm. in a foreign language or in a language other than your sure. own. And then I will say another low five, and maybe you haven't experienced this yet. Actually, you will have for uh, others leaving, but yeah. uh, whether it's people leaving you uh, or, or you, you leaving, leaving them, there is an element of transiency that exists when you live abroad and saying, goodbye 
is a, is a or definite see loan. See you later. See you later. Hasta luego. But it's that's definitely right. uh, a part of it. So I would say that saying goodbye element. So those are my low five, which we'll definitely, I think, get Talk to in about, different episodes, yeah. but for different reasons. Like Culture Shock is going to be all, one it's in all. It's going to be an episode in itself. Yeah, that adaptation absolutely. piece and discussion of, mm-hmm. of, a, of a book as part of our tips and tricks to survive that. Uh, absolutely. Cause there's so much literature and there's so many resources to help you through that. So we're going to get yeah. to that one soon. The medical stuff. I mean, when you, I mean, having children, um, going through any sure. kind of medical procedures, I mean, those things are different when you're overseas and when they you're are. not operating in your own language, or even if it is your own language, but it's just somewhere else and away when from you family. Yeah. You don't have that core group yeah. um, around, but you have a different core group, a different core what group that which means... ties into what you were talking about mm-hmm. with the Westeka Canyon, which exactly. brings us full circle. It really oh, does. Oh my goodness. So that's, that's been like does. 30 I don't know because now we've started the timer again and I can't figure that out. I don't enough. think we have to worry about that. Do you, I just should think that this have like a time limit. <laughs> now we're getting really philosophical. <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> should podcasts have a time limit? <laughs> Do podcasts have a pulse? <laughs> It'll only get better from here better and deeper I think this is a really good place for us to um to just kind of wrap up and Mm -hmm. as we mentioned we're going to kind of build the whole purpose of this inspiration (laughs) of podcasts (laughs) (laughs) it's funny every time I just think that we'll build on that in later episodes because that's what this is all about it is how to be supportive how to how to really rejoice in the positivity Mm -hmm. of these experiences abroad and um how to deal with what are the tools to deal with with those hurdles. And we're going to share from experiences that hopefully will inspire um, uh, listeners that it's possible. These are some things that worked for us. And they're not lows. They're, they're hurdles. Not, they're Even though hurdles. we call them low fives, we're going to title this podcast High Five Low Five. But it is. the lows become highs. They do. And with, with, with women abroad, our lows might look different. Exactly. And like, uh, I think we've touched on this. They're unique, but right. they're worthy of celebration once you've overcome those lows mm-hmm. and you turn them into highs. Um, and what are the strategies to help us get there? Exactly. So I think that's a really good place for us to, um, to pause on this second episode and move through our ideas of how we're going to guide we and already support. have another idea. I have an idea <laughs> of how we're going to help um, our listeners through Absolutely. those next hurdles. Um, mm-hmm. and as broad as broad. Broads and broad, episode two. This is it. Thank you for listening.